and welcome to the Innovative Teaching Podcast. I am your host, Jeanette Schaefer. Well, today is March 24th, and we are still moving along with remote teaching. Like I said, our faculty at South Mountain Community College are doing a wonderful job. For the most part, spirits are keeping up. Uh, we've had a couple of little meltdowns here and there, but we always work through it, and we come through with better ideas in the end. So thank you to all of our wonderful faculty. I know not just at South Mountain Community College, we're part of a district where there's 10 different colleges and all around the district, people are just coming together, pulling our resources together, training, sharing our training sessions. It's going really, really well based on the situation. So for today's updates, um, this will be mainly specific to our faculty, but once again, hopefully there's, you know, something that you can walk away with if you are not a Maricopa faculty. But the first one is for students of concern. So as you start delivering and teaching instruction online, just a reminder that our care alert system is up. So if you have students that are struggling, that you're concerned about, you'll want to reach out and submit a request for someone to follow up. Currently at South Mountain Community College, our person is Abigail Benson. She's our contact person. And when you submit uh, a student of concern, she will be the one that will follow up. We also have our code of conduct, conduct violations. So if you're having problems there, I've also included the link in the guide. But both of the links can be found in today's daily guide. Just click on that link. That will take you where you need to go. So if you have a student concern, you can get some extra support and help in following up with the student to find out what we can do to help them out. Next up is Respondus Lockdown Browser. That can be used on an iPad. So if you have students that will be taking assessments or exams using the Respondus Lockdown Browser, and you have students with iPads, they can actually do that on their iPad and would not have to have a desktop computer. To my knowledge, it cannot be used on mobile phones, but there is a way to do it on the iPad. So I've linked that resource into the daily podcast guide. Check that out. With WebEx, as you know, WebEx is the web conferencing tool that is being supported by our district. Just from my experience and then from our conversation yesterday with faculty, there are some challenges with audio. If you have students that are having problems with the audio, so they, they've gotten on, they're able to connect through the browser, you can see them but you can't hear them, then suggest that they call in with their phone for audio. In the guide I've put, I've linked in the instructions on how to do that because we find that some people are connecting with the video, it's fine, but for whatever reason, their computer audio is not working. If they pick up their phone and call in, then they get the audio and video. Now they're using two different devices, which I know can be a nuisance, but it's better than them not being able to hear or us hear them. The wine hour yesterday, we had our first the wine hour, and for those on the outside, I spelled wine as W-H-I. 
W-H-I-N-E. We're not encouraging whining, but we also didn't know if we would get in trouble for encouraging the other type of whining. So we just called it the wine hour and it's just a time for all of us to come together, do a check-in, see how everyone's doing, share ideas, and then of course bring up concerns and what we might be able to do to help out with that. It went very well. It was small attendance, but that's okay. We still had eight people and we had really good conversations. The things that we discussed or we were kind of concerned about, there's a lot of students losing their jobs right now and we're trying to figure out how could we possibly help. The audio not working in WebEx, which I just addressed above. And then faculty need contact info for things like counseling and the disability resources. So we're working on that behind the scenes. And then our best discussion was around faculty using Google Forms to get student feedback. Now, I know we talk a lot about the muddiest points or like a formative assessment that you can do with surveys or quick quizzes, but our faculty were really concerned about how our students doing throughout the situation. So not only knowing how they're doing academically, but how are they holding up at home and what challenges are they facing? It's not that we can solve all their problems or have solutions for everything, but just being there to hear and listen and being able to just make slight modifications in the instruction or how we address students when we're doing those live sessions. So that, that was probably the thing I thought that was the most productive out of the conversation as far as what's going to help students show the students that were there that we care and also just let us know what are, what are the challenges that they're facing at home. Maricopa Community Colleges has created a dashboard for us where we can look at the student modality summary data. Now what this is, the data presents the percentage of students that have never taken online courses before in Maricopa. And this will just help you inform many of you, many faculty are new to online instruction. So you understand the struggle and how quickly you're ha having to learn information. Well, this dashboard provides that data for students. So you understand how many students have never ever taken an online course and what challenges they may be facing. Now with the dashboard, you can actually go in and you can drill down to your course. I don't recall being able to drill down by faculty name, but I know you can drill down by the course and the campus. So you'll have to check that out. I'm sorry, I don't recall, I should have looked at that. But you can drill it down very, very specifically for each course and get an idea of are your students experienced at learning online or are they brand new and you know they're they have a lot to learn another resource i came across that i came across this in a podcasting uh dl that i follow so it wasn't even really related to podcasting but it was an excellent resource that was shared out it's called e-learning day lessons it is presented by the indiana department of education they have what is called a digital instructional materials website. But what I love about it is they have examples of what they call e-learning day model activities. It's all the way from kindergarten all the way up to high school. Now I'm sharing this out. One, it's very inspirational. I never thought about how would a kindergartner teach online, 
but they're doing it. So there's that example. But it's also got many, many different content areas. So if you're kind of struggling for ideas of what online learning should look like, this is a perfect website where K-12's doing it. And it not only is it inspirational, but you get to see how are they figuring it out and what are they doing. You're able to take some ideas from what they're doing and then modify it for our level. So I even put, if kindergarten teachers are teaching online, we've got this, we can do it. So it's just amazing around the world what teachers are doing. So learn from each other. Next up, for Maricopa Community College, we have a lot of training going on right now. Uh, PC has had a full schedule. Unfortunately, I forgot to share this out yesterday. I did send the email out, but I forgot to put it in our daily report. They've got training sessions that they're running all week. I know there's like four sessions today, so make sure you look for an email that talks about the Phoenix College CTL offering training. And you can look at their chart because they mapped it all out for us. I will try to get calendar invites onto the CTL calendar for you, but I've been really busy. I haven't had time to sit down and put all those in. But anyways, check out, look for that email. And then there's other training sessions going on too around Kurzweil. Kurzweil, as you know, we have district-wide. That is a disability, not only dis disability, but also just universal design of learning. It's a resource that can really help. So they will be running sessions and I will get that information out to you today. Look for an email and then hopefully I can get it on the calendar for you. But other opportunities, but between uh, Phoenix College and what's being offered around the district. There's uh, sessions for how to use Kurzweil, Canvas Basics, Canvas Intermediate, strategies for staying connected with your class, using virtual conferencing tools for instruction. We've got about three different tools in the district, so there's uh, instruction on those, how to create instructional videos, and then of course, respond us look down. So I will get that information to you. Like I said, hopefully get it on your calendar, but I'm not making any promises. <laughs> I, I'm uh, behind an email. That is it today for the Innovative Teaching Podcast. I would love to hear from all of you around the world what you're doing. Please feel free to make comments. Um, you can also send me an email at jeanette.shafer at southmountaincc.edu. And for the name Jeanette Schaefer, it's J-E-A-N-N. E-T-T-E dot Schaefer, S-H-A-F-F-E-R. And the rest of the email is at southmountaincc.edu. I would love to hear what you guys are doing. I will share it out on the podcast, share it with our faculty, and then, of course, share it with anyone that's listening. I know we've got listeners around the world, so it'll just be fun to collaborate and get those ideas going. Thank you very much. If you have not liked this podcast before, please go in and give us a like. We will see you tomorrow on our next daily update. Thank you. Bye. Stronger than before.